Hello, everyone, and welcome to Coffee Conversations with Adele. I'm your host, Adele Tevlin, and I am so thrilled to be bringing to you this new season, this new ideation of my podcast. In each podcast episode, I am going to be featuring a guest, a friend, a colleague in the space, a thought leader, someone who I would be having coffee with, and you can be getting the behind the scenes of what it's really like to sit down and have a real conversation with me and some of these amazing human beings. The purpose of this podcast is for you to deeply connect uh, with me and the people in my life that I care deeply about, for you to get to know something about me that you don't already know, and for you to gain a new perspective. Every every, uh, podcast guest that I feature will push the boundaries in bringing a new perspective, which allows you to tap into a new point of view. So I can't wait to dive into today's episode. One of the things I want to focus on is deepening this conversation around self-trust. And this is a big one because as we, as we embark towards the things that we want in our life, we're going to constantly, we talked about this last week, constantly be met with resistance and our sabotaging strategies and the polarity. That is just the game that we're playing called life. There is no way to escape it. There is no way to pretend it's not happening. Well, you can pretend it's not happening by having lack of awareness, but at this point you have, you have the awareness, there's no going back. And so deepening our self-trust is so vitally important because how do you know what the right next move is if you can't trust yourself? I see this with people every day. What should I do here? What do I do here? What do I do? It's like at the core, it's like the compass is still pointing outside of ourselves to, for someone else to give us direction. And so deepening this piece around self-trust. So I'm going to read a little bit from the book Trust by Alanya Van Zandt. And I've read this for two years now with people that have been with me. If you've never seen this book, I implore you to buy it. This is a staple in everybody's library. Buy it off Amazon and read this book. And I'm going to take you through little pieces of it here and there. But I wanted to talk about something today that shook me to my own core when I read it uh, over the weekend. Just with even my own personal experiences around some of this stuff, it's so interesting and humbling to me. I haven't even given you the thought of the day yet, but I just want to give you a pre-ramble, pre-rant, because I haven't seen you in a while. So let's just rant for a bit. Okay, so one of the things that I find really humbling about this work Um, is that I can catch myself in moments going, holy shit, that thing is still there. That thing for me, whatever that thing is. Does that make sense? Like that block, that pattern, that way of thinking, that trigger. Like you think, just when you think you've got it handled, the universe gives you a shit sandwich. Ain't that the truth? Just when you're like, I'm good here. Oh yeah. Super easy breezy, pumpkin breezy. It's like, no, 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 no. Never lose sight of humility in this process because the minute you think you've got it all handled, you got nothing handled, people. I love you. You're gonna be doing this work for the rest of your life and still realize when you're 99 years old, you got nothing fucking handled, okay? So I came across one of my own patterns again this weekend. And so I, one of the books that I find Uh, for me, really, like really grounding is this book called Trust. Um, And I, (laughs) what I tend to do is literally, I'm not even word of a lie, 
flip open to a random page because I've read the whole book front to cover like a million times. So I'll just flip a page and read it and it'll be like God is speaking with and through me in that moment. Like how the fuck did I land on this page? Okay, so let me tell you the thought of the day and what we're gonna talk about here because I am, here's what I know for sure given that I've done this work now for a really long time and a lot of you have been with me for a while. Whenever I'm dealing with something or having an experience, I know it's just not, it's not just me in this group that's having this experience. So I'm pretty sure you're all going to get something from this conversation. So the thought for the tip for today is I am willing to accept my humanity. I am willing to accept my humanity. So what does this mean? Part of the struggle that I think that we have on this road to ascension is that we feel as though we need to be perfect in order to achieve the things that we want. And there's nothing further from the truth. Nothing could be further from the truth than thinking that you need to be perfect for your ascension. God wants no such thing. Perfection is not required. You were born worthy and that's that. And our biggest problem is that on this journey, we have to unbecome all the things we've become that don't serve us. And I had a real humility moment with myself this weekend because Part of willing to accept my humanity is all of my imperfections, all of the many imperfections, all of the pain, all of the sadness. My whole human experience is perfect the way that it is. My whole human experience. I had a really interesting human experience this weekend. And so it was like, you know, one of the things that I always bring to my own awareness is the question, why am I having this experience? Why am I having this experience. Not why is this happening to me? Why am I choosing to have this experience? This completely resets the frame. It's rather than going, I'm a victim. Why is this happening to me? Do you see the difference? Why am I having this experience? You're the one having an experience through the lens of your perception based on your belief system. And that deep rooted belief system, my friends, that we talk about in the beginning work in my foundational work, we're at zero to seven, the imprinting that happens, our core negative beliefs about ourselves. Even though we do the work to rewire the brain, those patterns are inherently still very much there. Do you see that for yourself? Like you'll never fully outrun them. There's still, we can rewire the brain to a certain point, but the memory of those experiences, I don't personally think ever fully gets washed away. I think they're just more subtle and they don't have that same stranglehold over you. But that that unworthiness or unlovability core wound, that core wound is still going to be there. You just know how to override it with your thinking. Does that make sense? So I'm glad I channeled my own experience this weekend because I'm going to be on point for some of you guys. This is how it, how it works. So we always have that running in the background. And we have to understand that we're we're choosing to have experiences in our life. I wouldn't go up to a barista at Starbucks and go, Hey, I know you're choosing to have this experience in your life so that she can throw hot coffee in my face. Like, please don't go telling people this who can't hold this awareness. Please just confirm that you heard what I just said. Don't go tell your mother or your husband or your dog that they're choosing to have their experience because they'll fucking punch you in the face and you'll deserve it. Okay. But you're, you, you people in this, in this awareness, you're choosing to have your experiences. You're choosing to have your loneliness. You're choosing to have your sadness. You're choosing to have your self-harm. You're choosing to have it. And I had to say that to myself too. You're still choosing to have this experience, whatever that is, that, that is not relevant in this conversation, but 
I still choose to have certain of my own experiences, whether it's creating drama where there's no drama needed just to create something to, to pretend is causing your attention elsewhere or to give you a feeling of life. How many of you create drama just to feel alive? Like, let's be honest, you create, thank you. You create drama to feel alive. How many of you create sadness to feel something? You're choosing to have this experience. So then what I want you to sit with this week as we go to this next level is why am I choosing to have this experience? Drama to create connection in a relationship. How many friendships do you have that are all based on gossip? The only thing that you do when you're together is gossip. That's also based on that's creating drama in a relationship to connect. Gossip is the most um, lowest denominator of connection for some relationships. As long as you're with that person, you talk about the other people. Why am I choosing to have this misery? Why am I choosing to have this pain? Why am I recognizing? What is it in me that is recognizing this? This is important. What is it in me that is recognizing this experience? Not causing it, because you're never causing other people's behavior. Never hear me say you're causing it, but you're recognizing the pattern in other things. Do you get that? You're recognizing the pattern. So there's something going on in you that's having this experience. Because I'm gonna say something that I want you to write down and never forget for the rest of time. Like really never forget this piece for the rest of time. You ready? You ready for this? The person that you're being is the person you're experiencing in your world. I'll say it again. The person that you're being is the person that you're experiencing in your world. It's being reflected back at you. It's a mirror that you're seeing yourself through others, people, places, and things. So if you keep seeing people are being a certain way with you, you're being that person. That is like first principles. That is so important as a level of real understanding without making yourself wrong. It's like, why do I keep seeing that people are withholding from me? We're going to talk about that in a second because I'm withholding from people. Why do I not feel love in my life? Because I'm not being love in my life. Why, why do I keep having this experience? Because I'm creating the experience. I'm being the experience. I am the source. I'm the font center ego. I'm the origin of, I'm the beginning of the end. I am. I am the one creating this experience. Again, do not go to a Starbucks barista and tell them this. This is for your ears only and your awareness because other people cannot hear that without make, going into some level of victim consciousness. But this is, what, this is what I literally work through. I had to work through for myself this weekend. Like I have to have this same level of truth. What is the Leland Van Vandewal quote? The amount of growth that you can have is directly proportional to the truth you can accept about yourself without running away. Amen, Leland Van Vandewal. I can't run away from my own truths either. I can't run away from my own patterns. I can't pretend it's not happening. I'm the one causing it. I'm not mad at myself. I forgive myself. I forgive myself every moment. And forgiveness, my friends, is your access to self-trust. I forgive myself. I forgive myself for still being an asshole from time to time. I forgive myself from forgetting. I forgive myself for being rude to somebody. I forgive myself from having a reaction. I forgive myself. I forgive myself for my imperfections. I'm willing to accept my humanity. There's the thought of the day. Forgiveness is your access. It's the, one of the keys to ascension because you have to forgive yourself continuously for all the things that were and that are. Does that make sense? 
So let me tell you what I opened up in my book today. So I open up, <laughs> when am I not in my own box? This is a very good question. So if you have the book, I'm on page 74. No word of a freaking lie, my friends. I literally just went in the weekend, I opened the book and this is what popped up. Okay, so listen, be transparent. Vagueness is one way to avoid unpleasant and frightening people, things, and situations. Withholding is an act of violence, manipulation, and control. Whoa. Let me read that again. Withholding is an act of violence, manipulation, and control. You will not learn and cannot practice self-trust when you avoid what feels unpleasant, when you act violently, or when you attempt to manipulate and control situations and or people. Each of these behaviors is potentially self-destructive and will eventually eat away at your personal integrity. I mean, come on. What does she mean by violent? This is so big, guys. How many times have we talked about control? Yeah, that was a smack upside the head. I opened it to that page. I'm not even kidding you. Like seriously. And I'm a, a control freak in recovery. So let me read this again so you don't miss the mark here. What's missing the mark? Going, oh, this doesn't apply to me. I don't have control issues. BS! Exclamation point. Okay. Withholding is an act of violence. Now, what does that mean? It doesn't actually mean you're violent hitting someone. Violence towards yourself and others, self-violence, emotional violence. Withholding what? Love, kindness, generosity, the truth, how you feel about something in a situation. How many marriages are built on not are on withholding how we feel? It's an act of violence, manipulation and control. You will not and cannot practice self-trust when you avoid what feels unpleasant. How many people walk through life avoiding what feels unpleasant? Or when you attempt to manipulate and control situations or people? This is so big. We spend most of our life withholding something and then we wonder why it's being withheld to us. This is the whole point of the person you're being is the person you're experiencing in your world trying to control, how many of you are trying to control other people? How many of you can see that you withhold? So what do people withhold? This is what had been solidified when I think all weekend, good. Love, affection, affirmation, how I really feel sometimes, how I'm really feeling, vulnerability, which is how you're really feeling, expressing my feelings, trust and vulnerability, praise and recognition, truth, how I'm feeling, my feelings and being vulnerable, beautiful. Notice the theme, we're always withholding truly our vulnerability and how we feel because we think we're protecting someone. And what she's actually saying is that it's a way of manipulating people to not tell them how you really feel. I was like this, like my brain oozed out of my ear and I had to put it back in because <laughs> I, need I need it for this, right? So I didn't let it. So let's see what else she says. When you have an opportunity to be vague rather than share the truth of your heart, know that the negative ego is leading you down a dangerous path. When you are tempted to withhold information to spare someone's feelings or get what you want by manipulating or controlling the situation, know that you're sabotaging yourself and putting your relationship in jeopardy. Some of you need to study this book. In all situations, under all circumstances, with all people, the most trustworthy posture is to offer all pertinent information as a demonstration that you have nothing to hide. 
How many times have we said that shame and guilt can only hide in darkness? They don't exist in the light. So why do we hide things? We're so desperately afraid. This is the piece I want you to listen to. Stop making notes for a second. Just hear me and watch the recording. When you hide things from people and you don't share your vulnerability and your authentic truth, you're doing it as a way of controlling and manipulating what? You're desperately trying to hide from others what you're hoping that they don't see about you. And that's the truth. Because we're, we're so dealing with our own dragons inside of ourselves, like the thing that you're so scared that people will see. And then when you actually realize that when they find those things out about you, because we all have shame, we all have skeletons in the closet, we all have things that we've said, done, seen, or witnessed, or experienced that cause us great shame. And we so desperately try to hide those things. That's where lack of vulnerability comes from. But when you allow someone to fully see the truth of who you are, that's the deepest form of connection. It also totally emancipates the the shame and the guilt because it can't exist in the light. Try telling someone your deepest, darkest secret and then still feel shame. It's pretty powerful when you do. Now, I'm not saying you need to go tell the Starbucks barista, but I'm talking about in your personal, intimate relationships where you are trying to control how others see you and therefore you can't be vulnerable. That is an act, a a lack of self-trust. It's a lack of integrity for yourself. Raise your hand if you get that. You're perpetuating the shame cycle. We're dealing with our own dragons all the time. And we're desperately trying to hide it from others because we think if we get found out, they're not gonna love us anymore. Ain't that the truth? But you know what's so interesting? Have you ever had the experience where you've told someone something, a really deep secret that you trusted and how you felt after that connection that was forged? Have you had that experience? It's a beautiful experience. So as we start to talk more about this this self-trust, you have to understand that it starts with our own integrity with ourselves. It starts with where can I be more vulnerable and be more transparent in my relationships? Telling people more how I feel, kindly with love, not with hate, not spewing venom, but like how I'm feeling in this moment is this. It's so powerful. And the other thing that it does is that it starts to untangle that pattern that we have. Does that make sense? It starts to untangle that pattern that we have. The pattern is what? Why am I having this experience? How am I creating this experience? It's all happening internally. Some of you who have lost yourself for 50 years and then you you get yourself back only to lose yourself again. Don't do that. Always honor how you're feeling first. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Coffee Conversations. It really means the world to me that you take time every week to listen to now a very thought-provoking conversation with me and some of my close friends and peers in the industry, a little bit of a behind the scenes, a dialogue of what it would be like to have coffee with me and some of my friends who are thought leaders in this space. And I just want you to know something that you're so worthy of success and you can have whatever it is that you desire. I believe in you and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.